Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is season five for Brick at Night. I hope everyone's doing fantastic. First, we got somebody in the comments first. This is fantastic. It's because Mark's sitting on the edge of his seat waiting for Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Are you getting the PS5? Uh, I have the PS5 collaboration. So I, can play it. I don't have a PS5. I'm I'm broke. <laughs> I'm I'm broke. Broke. I can't. I worked play the it. system. I got two, and I sold one for a little extra money, and so I paid off the first one a little bit. But, you know. Oh Jesus. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We we don't we frown upon that. We don't talk about Bruno. No. We don't talk about Bruno. Oh my God, dude! It's been what two weeks? We've been away. Uh, a long two weeks, man. It does fly by, though. I will say that. It, it definitely does fly by. But yeah, no, a lot of people are probably popping onto the ELPN network right now going, who the fuck are these guys <laughs> right now? And uh, yeah, no, it's it's us, your favorite host from, well, well, shoot, Brick at Night. We didn't change the name. We stuck with it. We're keeping the name. We're Brick at Night on ELPN. Exactly. But of course... If a lot of you don't know who we are, I'm Kennard, and then this is Lego Jake 3. Uh, we are hosts to the podcast Brick at Night. Uh, we were solo for a bit, but then ELPM was like, no, you abandoned I'm baby. Come here. Right now. God, we're two minutes in. I feel like I have no more source material. I am so through. Um, <laughs> but no, we definitely do have some guests waiting in the lobby for us. We do. Uh, we are so super excited to have we're so super excited <laughs> super, ex- super excited pun intended lord i'm a sheep i ball. think they are just as excited too from what i see in the background there. exactly let's go ahead and bring him in let's do it ladies you and gentlemen you love them super hard <laughs> well hello friends greetings how art thou fantastic as always loving it i just love the fact that we've been working on the technical difficulties off, off stream got them all worked out though we're everything's good. running good Mics are running i got things plugged in so it doesn't die i think we're we're golden Here we go. we're gonna be fine if we hit like halfway through the stream and the volume goes down just <laughs> you see start, this start reading our lips <laughs> exactly their first episode in and they got better tech than me (laughs) i don't know what it is but every time you mess with your mic it sounds like you're straddling it and it's just weird i don't even like the sound of it it's just like this this eerie it's eerie and i'm like "Mm -mm, mm -mm, no bueno he needs to tell late night stories with the sound of that in the background exactly but no we're so super excited to have you guys on here uh i know it's been a minute since season one when we first started i know that y'all were there to watch the first episode and it was just like we need them on here we definitely need so them on here to get to go. me too i'm super excited i just can't wait to meet you guys that'd be the most exciting part <gasps> then yes. mohawk and i can have like a real feed build challenge <laughs> well, then i can actually mess with you though because i can reach over and mess up your pieces and be like ha ha <laughs> I'm just gonna like throw the pieces on the floor and then we're just gonna have to like take the battle to the floor. I feel like Mohawk's secret weapon in the fast builds would be like taking his beard and going like like tickling your nose from across the way with the beard. Like I mean the man does have a magical beard. He, I mean the beard might help him build. Who knows? All I'll just see is just like hair, just start moving. I He's like Chuck Norris. Exactly. He's got an extra hand yeah, under there that's for punching and building Lego. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god. I have actually got it stuck into builds several times. I'll be clicking <laughs> pieces together and not realize like I'm up against it and I'll pull away and it's like, ah. <laughs> Why do I see that being a thing? Just sitting there, it's just like super. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Straggler. Just hopefully no sets with super glue, so that you know. No craggle. <laughs> yeah, no, we would <laughs> I could just see it. it's just like you're gonna have to cut it. No, don't do it. <laughs> Magical beard. Now, let it grow. Let it grow. <laughs> exactly. I did what? cut it one time since we've been together, though. It, that was a bad day. How'd you feel, Supa? I came it. home to a clean face, and I said, you got to talk to me first. <laughs> this is not okay. That's <laughs> shock to the system. That's what my wife told me one day. She looked at me, and she was like, "You." I told her, I was just like, yeah, I was going to shave my beard for No Shave November. And she was just like, you know, that's like the time of my birthday, right? And she was just like, I was like, yeah, it's the deal. She's like, you take photos of me. I need you to look like lumberjack, not baby face. Big brawly man. Exactly. I've seen Mohawk without a beard, though, and it's honestly weird. Yeah, it is weird. I've seen photos. Baby face for sure. Oh, that's what I needed. So funny story, my, um, me and my fiance, we've been together almost five years next month. Um, my brother got a new job back on in, uh, July and he started it this October. So he had to shave his beard for it. My brother had a beard down to here the whole time. My fiance has known him. She has never seen his neck. So he just, one day it's gone. And she's like, Oh my God. Just shock. And he, he definitely had a little discoloration because it was so long for so long. Like, was like, yeah. My nephews were kind of like looking at him. They're like, what, Ooh, what is your beard? You? Like, <laughs> who is this man? Jenny wouldn't get upset if I shaved my beard without telling her. It would be if I shaved my head. Or like, she doesn't like it when I buzz cut my hair low sometimes in the summer, which I haven't done in a while now. She, she likes the poof here. I shave his head on the side. You can't tell it now, but I'm digging it's a good it. look. I like it. It is a good look. I'm digging it. But oh my gosh. Now we usually do a Lego update at the beginning. And of course we let the guests go first, because why not? Well, so because it's for us build season, set season, we don't buy much for sets as it goes, just because we have most of the parts. So we tend to build new stuff. And being that it's the end of summertime, usually during the summer, we don't build. But because we did our show recently and we did Grand Rapids, we had to come up with something new for that show. And we built this Frisbee disc golf basket. I'm digging that. With discs that you can throw at it. See, that's just too cool. And it's super innovative. It really is. I mean, that's just... You guys got to get on Lego Masters and show off your innovative skills. I mean, come on. Like, I would have never thought of building something like that. And I mean, I've seen the videos and it works so well. Yeah. Self-made disc. Well, they're super fun to throw, too. We tested it in Grand Rapids and in Fort Wayne for two shows now. So we've had, I don't know physically how many hands touching it, but a lot of hands and kids coming through and... (laughs) You'd be shocked at how uh, aggressive individuals feel they need to throw it. Oh, it I'm assuming, like a kid just straight up thinking it's a discus and going, "No, yeah." Mm. 
some well, sometimes it was more the adults. These are really hard to throw, so you gotta chuck them hard. <laughs> yeah. I did have a kid one time, one day over the weekend, do that, and they chucked it super hard, and the kid made it, like, beelined it straight in. And I was like, let me go check and make sure everything's okay real quick before we hit <laughs> that hard. That is too cool, though. So, what are the discs made of? I know those are very familiar pieces that we're used to. Yeah. Closer up for the picture-wise for you. There is actually six of the mini leaves in the very center, and then it's spread out from there um, with the six leaf pattern. It switches to the big ones after you do three groups of the little. And then I use the more little ones on the outside to give it the rest of the rounded shape. So that's too cool. These guys right here, this little section is kind of flexible, which allows for to when it hits to not get destroyed. And then just held in with either the little flower stems or carrot stems, depending on the design. Nice. Both work, both work really well. Carrot stems are cheaper. Nobody <laughs> likes their vegetables. <laughs> no. They don't eat the tops anyways. Exactly. And then on the, the basket, of course, it, the thought process was when building it was how to transport it and how to have it somewhat durable. So I did use a PVC center core on it just to help with stability. But the bottom half of it actually has a Lego piece that I put a screw through the holes of the Technic piece to hold it in place. Nice. So that then we can connect to it. Innovative. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's really been fun. It's more, it was more fun than anything, I think, to see the adults and kids that have played disc golf and things like that. The first thing that caught their attention is the disc golf build, the actual brick build display. And then as they looked up from that, they see kids throwing a disc into a basket. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we want to play. And we come <laughs> running over. Like, heck yeah, come on. Yeah, come on over. Let's play. So what came about just the idea of doing like a Lego disc golf idea? Is just the pure love of it? We uh, play. Yep. So I'm... a lot of times what we build is what we do when we're not building. So in the summertime we're not building lego we're doing conventions we're being outside we're camping we're playing disc golf we're doing those things so it's really just a way to continue to do what we like to do in the summer in miniature form because we can't be outside playing so we build oh, outside nice. oh that's too cool and like one of the biggest things for us for whenever it's at a, a show wise after being at a few for a few years now we've discovered that there's a lot to see at a show but for the kids side of it, there's really not a whole lot of much interaction. Mm -mm. I mean, we, we started out with the hide and seek and we loved that idea with the kids being able to find the stuff and this and that. But once we have kind of evolved and went with the, the little like bucket ball challenge using the leaf balls for that kind of got us thinking more on that line of like, okay, what other games can we make? What can they touch that they can interact with safely to where we don't have to worry about it if it gets, you know, destroyed. Because obviously yeah. you'll have those one few individuals that are going to be a little rougher with stuff than they intend to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No. Just looking at a kid, just like squishing all in. You're like, no. That's How not durable is this? <laughs> all the time. All the time. Oh. Can I sit on it? <laughs> so the, we've been trying to think of new ones too. So we had a uh, uh, in Chicago. We kind of had this icebreaker game that was introduced, which was a uh, cornhole but with penguins. We threw the little Duplo Duplo penguins at, at the board. Yeah. We what? built, um, Dustin actually, these bricks actually built the the cornhole boards, but it's just Well, it's overlay. cornhole board, but it's overlay brick 
face plates. We added that to the show mix, so that's up there. We have the bucket ball, then we have the disc golf, and then in Grand Rapids, um, Obi Wan Kenobi brick or Obi Wan Kenobi bricks. Obi Wan Kenobricks. Kenobricks. There we go. Saying it right. <laughs> he introduced a. He made a game of like a ring toss style game, and made these pillars, and then used the Lego bracelets to uh, put two of them together to make uh, bands for them. So, oh, that's too cool. And because of that, his idea with it, I got from, you know, talked to him and asked permission if I could recreate it. And so these are the towers. Huh. And you have them set up here and there, and then the kids can then toss the, those bracelets onto there for another style of game. Which I don't have any of those handy, of course. Yeah, the bracelets. <laughs> it, another way to show them something that they like to create games that they can recreate at home. Because mm-hmm. it's all stuff we do. Like, we love playing the yard games. We love playing board games. So it's really just our inspiration for what we build is what we do when we're not building. Oh, that is too cool. I like I it. I really do like that. Yeah, now, what's the furthest you could throw the disc, the Lego disc? It'll, you probably throw it a feet hmm. with minor accuracy. Minor accuracy. <laughs> all right, let's I mean, see it. Come on. As hard as you can chuck it, it'll go. Yeah. Like it, it withholds up to anything. Like you can smack the ground. Throwing it into trees might deter it a little bit. What's disc golf without hitting a tree or two? Yeah. See, that's how I normally play regular golf. My club right? just goes. I have yeah. fun. I just suck at it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not going out to a golf course thinking I'm Tiger Woods. Up here, you just know mathematically on the scorecard is not going to look like Tiger Woods. Oh yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> it all day. <laughs> Listen, the day I hit game. under triple digits would be a miracle. So we disc golf, but we don't regular golf no. at all. I'd be digging holes with the putter and driver. See, I'm a golf pro at just mini golf. That's about yeah. it. Mini golf's my game now. now. I think that'd be super cool, though, if you actually made like a mini golf setup with Lego Technic pieces as exactly a putter. Mini golf? Yeah. With Lego? Yeah, we would to try to make it to where... We'll come visit. What the object is going to be to hit? I'm thinking about cheating and using it like a little, just a little foam ball, so that it's not going to be dangerous at a show. I would totally go with like a little mini wiffle golf ball. But yeah, making the stick all out of Technic. That would be too be cool. cool. I think it'd be. Oh, go ahead. Built it. I think we could build them similar to how Bricker builds the lightsabers. Hmm. How they build the core of that and everything. I think I can go with something like that and make it work pretty well for it i know who that is See, the other one we have cool. is she's about to uh spark the idea with for you but Aww. is to have a uh do like a bowling game Ooh. oh nice i'm digging it but you probably have to I make a heavier ball <laughs> plus you can make it life-size since i know there's usually uh giant bowling. oh god what was it called What's i think like there was one of these giant isn't there like a bowling like? Isn't there a bowling alley Lego set though? Oh, there uh, is the, the friends that you can from, do uh, in the yeah. Bricklink. Yeah, yeah. Rebreakable. See, you can just make a larger version of that. That'd yeah. be interesting. That, that's too cool though. I love how you're providing the interactive scale to it though, just because I know when a lot of uh, I know when a lot of adults definitely go to conventions, it's looking at the displays and then looking at the. Uh, the different vendors that are there and for a kid it's just like can i play with that it's like no you can't play with any of this that's where we take this and we go hey catch exactly <laughs> Throw it at 
And they're like, yes, I want to touch it. I want to play with it. But it is neat, too, to see, even though we'll have the, so we'll try to attract people in by even having the discs and the balls sitting out, like, at the tape line that we put down for them to kind of show that, hey, here they are for you. And you'll be shocked at still how many people come up and ask. Can I touch this? Are we allowed to do this? It's like, heck, yeah, go for it. And you see the excitement on their face all of a sudden. (laughs) Really? You mean we can throw this? Really? Yeah. Well, that's what I give them. I tell them, like, you want to throw some Lego? And they're like, throwing it. And throwing it's okay. It where? Like, yeah. It's like, where is it going to go? It's like, oh, like, wait, wait, wait we got that covered. If I just throw the Lego, it's just like. <laughs> yep. Basically. But look, you, you do this with these instead. And what's we'll destroy the other Lego. No, nope, didn't destroy any of them. It actually landed safely. I, I just hit my helmet. It's okay. <laughs> I love that, though. But that's, like, awesome about it. That is yeah, the fun I, thing. It's something to interactively us. play mm-hmm. with for everyone. Because, I mean, let's be real. Everybody, kids and adults, would want to play. Like, you put that stuff in front of me, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I'd play Cornell. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> Another sport, like, I, I like playing. I may not be good at it, but I like playing. Right? It's enjoyable. That's what matters. I'm waiting for the moment that uh, they're – I'm waiting for the moment that Super Hawk comes up with, like, a actual, like, ESPN sporting event. <laughs> we could do it. If, you know, we could have somebody come in host and be our uh, audience or our uh, commentators for the show we could do it at brick world <laughs> oh that would be a sick idea i actually do i, I do want to go to a lego convention the only been to two lego conventions and that's Brickfest live which i can't really consider a lego convention <laughs> and then uh brick uh i went to BrickCon in atlanta oh, i have my brick still wherever that may be it's somewhere but it's got fleet norks brick on it too which is pretty awesome Ken and I have met in person twice now, once at Atlanta BrickCon. The other time just I remember at the that. Store. I was there for that live. Yes. I went to I can't remember who the uh I can't remember who it was I went up to, but I had Mohawk on live with me. And he was just like, go to the lady at the front and then oh, turn the camera around. Doug and Melissa. 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 Yeah, there's too many M's in our group. <laughs> you know, I, I looked over, I was like, Do you know Unhappy Mohawk? And I turned the camera around there. She was like, Oh my god, hey. <laughs> so we uh, here you guys know everybody in the brick community. <laughs> we're actually we get around. Yeah. <laughs> we have definitely grown in the last year, just so to speak, with knowing and meeting a lot more yeah, people 100%. and being able to put a lot more faces to stuff, to names. But in general, like there's times when I feel like we are so far out of the loop with so many other people. Like we know the Midwest region of yeah, people, but it. then there's like, you have the whole other West coast side. That's a whole nother group of them that don't usually make it this far. So like going to Chicago is a great time to everybody goes to that one. So mm-hmm. then you can meet all those people at one time. And that was like the, the plan. Cause I couldn't go this year. I went to Italy. You went to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Italy. I went to the Lego store in Rome and in Florence, which was awesome. That was too cool. There's a Lego store in a train station, which I loved. That would be neat. Yeah. Yeah, it's there. Rome Termini. I have the stamp to prove it because it's got a little (laughs) train on it on the stamp. But um, I just kept seeing like videos and clips of Brickworld Chicago or yeah, Brickwell Chicago. I was like, oh, man, I'm sitting here eating pizza. It's something that it starts on a Wednesday at like one o'clock. Yeah. And doesn't really end until Sunday night slash Monday morning, because most people even stay Sunday night and don't leave till Monday. But 
it's, uh, me too. it's so much fun but it is so exhausting as well like I because every imagine. time you turn around there's somebody else you want to talk to or somebody else you're meeting and this and that and it's just it just goes and goes and until you force yourself to leave the hall to take that break it doesn't end because <laughs> it's open 24 hours Oh my gosh! Yeah. See, you're, you know, one you don't want to get up until nine o'clock in the evening to get out and do something. It's a perfect convention to go to for that because the hall's open and you can go and explore the whole place whenever you feel like it. That's too. I need cool. to find a trickery way to get the fiance to agree to go. Her birthday is the sixteenth, so it falls right <sighs> usually in the middle. For her birthday, she out. likes building Lego, that but happens. she doesn't want to spend her birthday at a convention. Surprisingly, no, but. <laughs> her- Split the time. You can spend a part of the time doing what she would like to do in that area, and then you do what you want to do. And it's like wax off. It is located in Schaumburg, so yeah, it's not you're outside of Chicago, and you know could always sightsee all over the place. It's true. Be like, oh, hey, and she's giving me side eyes. Jenny, you hear these wonderful ideas for <laughs> Chicago next year? <laughs> uh, didn't she state that she wanted to go to Disney World? <laughs> we did Disney last year or this year. That's where Disney my car is like died. an every year thing for Jenny, I swear. It's All an every year, though. everyday thing for us. We got season passes and we just love going. We're going yeah, again we next month. <laughs> so, it's only a seven hour drive. Oh, okay. Maybe. Not bad. Yeah, about six and a half hours from South Carolina, which is nice. Yeah, we're only about 18 now. Oh, man. <laughs> we're going to take a flight. <laughs> Um, um it's called it's, it's still worth it. <laughs> Where we moved to in Michigan, we are actually just across the Michigan border above Ohio, but like two hours south of Detroit. Oh, that's not bad. So yeah, we kind of in man's land in a way, but you're relatively enough. close though to a lot of the conventions though. Yeah, <laughs> like nice. all the brick world ones, we are within four yeah, hours of the- any of them. Wisconsin's the furthest one and it's six ish. Mm. That's only because we got to drive up to Chicago through Chicago. Oh yeah, no, that's that's gotta be a pain. But um, out of the, I'd actually this actually out of the different conventions that you've been to, what do you think? Let's not to throw any of them out there in a good or a bad way, but I just want to know your opinion. What do you think is your mo- most favorite, your least favorite, and then which one do you think you feel that? Uh, oh God. I don't know. To rank conventions. It's not to rank conventions. Well, it's just like, what's your most favorite and your least favorite? And there was a third category I had in my mind, but I forgot about it. Your median? There's where, a median. It wasn't where, a median. It was like, what do you think is more, like, what do you think is highly popular to where you should, like, have your first convention? Like, if you were a brand new Lego content creator or Lego person, where do you think the first convention should be? That you I think that's the best one. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think it would also depend on the person. So, for example, um, within the brick world side, we only have one con. The rest are expos, which means it's just open to the public on the weekends. Um, you get more local displayers depending on where that one is held. Like we just had Fort Wayne not too long ago. We've got one happening in Detroit. Wisconsin's another one. It'll bring the builders from those local areas to be able to display at those shows. So you don't always see the same thing going from spot to spot. You do oh. see similar things and people who will travel, like we'll always have this going with us. So if you go to Brickwood, you're going to see this. But it also allows other people to bring in their displays and show off something that maybe they wouldn't normally, you know, have people to show it to. 
So that's what's nice about the brick world that's not Chicago. Chicago is your convention. That's your Super Bowl of of the Lego conventions. Like if you want to go and see a lot of people, a lot of activities, a lot of, you know, you've got Q&As and, and, and rooms that have different things going on, that would be the show to go to. If you're just wanting to dip your toes in the water and see what it's about, I would go to one of the smaller conventions, not in Chicago, uh, less costly, and you get more of that hometown feel versus big city, big chaos, lots of crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, five days of Lego versus pick a day or two, make your round, you know, kind of feel about what it's like. So there's no, that. that's good. So now that leads down to the question, which one is your favorite and then which one's your least favorite? Well, we will be a little biased because we haven't gotten to travel to a lot of the other cons. Like I so want to go to Brick Rodeo. That looked amazing. I want to go to Atlanta Brick Con. I've seen too many videos of other people sharing these experiences that we need to go to these shows. We've only <laughs> been to Brick World and Brick Fest Live, and we are not a fan of Brick Fest Live. It's I, I have not problems saying it. We will never do a Brickfest live show again. If you got kids, perfect. <laughs> Good place for kids to go and touch, interact, build, you know, play with the bricks. But it's not a place to go and see mock creations or people's own personal, you know, this is what I wanted to do. It's more of a, a I have children who want to be hands on. So that would be your Brickfest okay. live. Oh, that's fair. Okay. I gotta ask, are you biased towards the convention I saw you repost an old video from? It was a one year ago today kind of video involving you guys. Which, no, which convention we're was not that? biased of one particular convention, <laughs> but it does hold memory because Fort Wayne, which we did just go to, it just happened, is the show that Mohawk proposed to me at. So a year ago on the 7th of October, he had me so distracted with trying to set up a display that I had no idea what was happening and turned around and I think that was like the moment I actually followed you guys because I was I like I had just started was this last year or the year before? Yep. It was last, last year. year. Okay. So it was like I think I've been like almost a year into the TikTok realm and I'm look I was looking through different Lego content creators and uh, I think right, like right around this time was my wife's uh, 30 days, 30 gifts bit. And I saw y'all's like following through all the different pieces of content. Yes. That was yes. the famous plate that I put up on the disc golf yeah. sign. He took off the disc golf one and one side just said disc golf and the other side had the proposal and I was clueless. Slick. I like, I it. like the facial expression from the video though. It was just like, what? What do you? Oh. So, okay. So what had happened was, he when he put it on. Let me see the sign. When I've he put been it on, there awkwardly for like an hour, waiting to make this happen, like <laughs> trying to get the timing down. So he puts the he has the sign face down on the table, and the top says disc golf. He says, "Hey, will you put that on the stand?" I said, "Sure." So I put it on the stand. Right? I don't see this sign. He says, no, I need you to, or it was the gear, I mean. He's like, we well, put the gear on there. So I put the gear on there. He's like, no, I need you to flip it around. And I'm like, why? It's the same on both sides. So I flip that it works. around and I put it back on there. And he's like, no, I need you to spin it around. To which I then say, it's the same on both sides in my brain. <laughs> my facial expression was like, come on now. 
back when I flipped it. Like, <laughs> the chance for Mohawk to be romantic was just like you out just the door. It. <laughs> it's like the look she gave to was you could really see it in her eyes of that. I mean, doing the math, like, what, what are you trying to get me to do here? I'm so confused. <laughs> I know out of definitely the three of us, though, in this little live here, I did not propose via a Lego at all, but Jake did. I've seen that. Jake I made proposed. a little ring box out of Legos, and I hid the ring in Legos for weeks. And everybody's like, how did she not find it? I'm like, she doesn't touch them <laughs> in the sanctum. Jenny's like, I'm afraid to pick that one up. I'm not going to break it. It was pretty awesome. I saw Definitely that video and I was awesome. like, heart melt. I was like, I love it. <laughs> Part of me was just like, is this one of those videos where I got to wait till the, the van to see what happens? <laughs> it's I, not that bad. It wasn't that bad. That was great, though. I loved it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to follow. <laughs> it was so funny, too, because so my sister normally does not help with anything with the show wise and stuff like that. And she lives down in Indy with us at the time when we were there. So I had asked her to help with it to make sure you know the with the cameras and stuff like that so we would have it filmed and she was like heck y'all come up and she goes what are you gonna do about when Lindsay's asked about it and i said easy i just tell her we needed your help all the stuff won't fit in our car well this one right before we leaves packs the car perps and goes look i can make everything fit well my sister's already made plans to come up and check it out and see everything so she's just gonna come up anyway so she just drove behind us in an empty car drove two hours love her to go to the show and she's making sure all the cameras are set up and we had just got on to have the ability just to go got TikTok a thousand followers, literally like two days prior and was like oh yes thank god so all my friends on tiktok that can see this that can't be here can be like watching it live stream it worked out great it was so funny that is too awesome i love that though and nobody the at the show we, they were in setups all around us and nobody at the show even realized what had happened like that, it, that any of that even went down. So it was so funny to catch the recording of it and the the people in the background and stuff. That you know, you're in this busy area, and all of a sudden this proposal happens. We post about it on Sunday as we're getting ready to leave the convention, and everybody then is like, as they're tearing down or coming over, being like, "When did this happen? Like, well, what? <laughs> how did this happen?" Friday, you were right there. You were right there at the table next to us setting up. I guess <laughs> that makes us biased to that particular show. Yes, my favorite show will always be Fort Wayne. But, Can't imagine uh, why. <laughs> the favorite show I went to this year was definitely Chicago because we haven't been to the Chicago show, and I don't think you had either. No. So that experience compared to the smaller conventions was definitely a blast. We met a lot of cool uh, people. A lot of uh, a lot of TikTokers came out. Yeah. A lot of yeah. Instagrammers and like a lot of social media people, which was amazing. So it was a good opportunity not only to see things that we hadn't seen before, but meet people who were also going to be there. So we made a lot of good connections as well. Oh, that's too cool. So there was like 30 of us to got together for a photo. It was crazy. Of influencers. To be sitting there and be look over and be like, I know these guys. I know um, them. I, I would love to be behind the scenes, though, because I, I, I was told that like you can get early access if you're setting up. And then mm -hmm. if you're not even if you're not even displaying Lego, you could still get early access yeah. to it and because you're an because you're an influencer. And I was just like, man, I want to do this. I got Let a very know. important question as a fellow person that used a sign that says, "Will you marry me?" Um, sometimes in the moments you don't think about things, and we had to go back to the tape to check this. Did you actually say the words, "Will you marry"? 
I don't know if you did. He said it via the sign. I don't think you did. No, I don't think I did. I think I just read it and was just like. Mine was more of I wanted to, as soon as she sees the sign, I wanted to be on one knee waiting as she looked back over at me. So that was why (laughs) if you watched my video of it, it's like as soon as she does, she flips the sign, you see me just. (laughs) I was literally like, so we had decorated. There was a giant sign like hanging in our kitchen, like her friends snuck in. And like, I, I walk her in, I'm like, come on, like, we got to go, like, because I know the camera's pointed at right in front of the sign. So I, the ring the ring box is there. I open it up. I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I'm like waiting for her answer. And she's like looking at me. And she's like, well, yeah. But then later she was like, did you actually say it? I was like, yeah, I, I said it. I said it, right? And she's like, no, brain? I don't think you did. We pulled oh, up the tape. Man. I never actually said the words. My, she's I'm like the side gave it away. She's like, you don't have to ask it if it's on the side. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm actually thinking back now to my video. I don't even think. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I asked it. <laughs> I, I no, I actually do. I did say it. I did ask, "Will you marry me?" Um, she shook her head up and down, and I then said, "You will." <laughs> like afterwards, <laughs> like a yes. goober. Like you're actually gonna marry me? <laughs> oh my God! You mean it? You really mean it? And um, I didn't have to do Lego. I was uh, woodworking at the time, and I did like I actually still have it here. It's Aww. a little wooden epoxy ring box that had Ooh. purple and silver in it. Yeah, I was like really fancy with crafts a while back. That this thing got me on the freaking news. That is not her actual ring in there, but still. But yeah, like magnetic and everything, so it doesn't pop That's off. Awesome. Yeah, that baby got me on the news. I was surprised. <laughs> got a whole report on it. Yeah, well, it was like Columbia, man, South Carolina man makes ring box for his future wife to be. Here's the story. And then I was just like, what? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it actually happened. <laughs> and then they showed the video of our proposal. And I was like, shit, there's like, I don't know how many people in the state of South Carolina are going to watch this and go, what a freaking goober. Same thing with mine, but I don't care. Oh, yeah, no, that was just like, I'm a person. Exactly. Yeah, see, Jenny's good for me because I think I do when I say things, and she's like, no. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah. Like, asking, (laughs) will you marry? I was 100% like, yeah, I totally asked it. And I'm just like, "Mm, no. I thought it. I also, I made the, she might have been a little tipsy when I got her there. (laughs) I had bottomless mimosas there. I was about to oh. ask, was it mimosas? Was it was the Sunday mimosas. brunch. So like she was just kind of like giggling like when she opened the door and I was like, come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, let's go down the little aisle here. Jake was just leading her on just like, it's like not even saying it, just looking at the thing. Looking at the balloons. <laughs> ah, what do you think? Deal or no deal? Ring, sign, something, words. Right? I was joking the other day. I was like, when I'm going to do my vows, I'm going to be like, um... You know, yeah. In my head, the conversation goes great, but then it actually doesn't, you know, translate. That's when you do it in all the new lingo. Be like, no cap, dog, for real, word. Bet. 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 In your vows, we cool. All right, we cool. You you can continue with the wedding. Uh, We're good to go. We're good, right? Okay. okay. We're now. All right. Sweet. Cool. Okay, so we can start the reception now, right? Like, yeah, the party. That's what we're here for. I'm a dancer, so like at the party, like I'm doing the worm. Do I see this being? You're definitely invited. Egg? Fun fact about Lego Jake is, is I was Roswell High School's first ever 
breakdance team. Oh, we were, no. we were a club. We, then it became a team later on. I don't know. We used to meet in <laughs> E-Hall, and we would all breakdance in the center of E-Hall and practice. And You were, you got all women in your high school. I was assuming. Oh, yeah. You were that freaking cool. It's like, They yeah. watch you do the worm. They're like, oh, yeah, that guy right there. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that guy's got some moves. Don't let him get the sprinkler out. Oh, I love how that was like just an implied part of the conversation. It was like, hey, I was part of my high school's breakdancing club. It's just like, but you know what? It's what? Listen, at weddings, they call me Crazy Legs Garsh because I kick up my legs in a fillet of awesomeness. I actually <laughs> yeah, just shared, my cousin got married one year ago on the 18th. I shared it yesterday, a video of me breakdancing at his wedding. And Oh my God, I did see and that video. Not... I saw. Can, can we pull this video up? I am yeah, tempted to pull this video up. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> I am so pulling this up. For your viewing pleasure. I don't know. Is it on Facebook or is it on TikTok? It's on Facebook. Oh, that's why. I, I might have uploaded one from Facebook as, or it's TikTok a while ago, but at my buddy's wedding last year, I was doing all that i don't have to even drink to do this i just like to dance sometimes <laughs> you know that dane cook joke like fuck girls i just want to dance alcohol <laughs> now nah, i'm just gonna dance guys where oh my god i, I found it <laughs> i found it we're going full screen for this over here there we go <laughs> share it up oh this is great all right hold on ladies and gentlemen for your pleasure viewing what before i even play this right this video was posted January 18th. It's got 31 likes, 11 comments. And the tag says, when Kennard and all-time Miashin doubt that you can breakdance, sorry oh, for the quality. Oh, like, oh, I don't know if it's the same perfect. video, but yeah, yeah. I did share it on TikTok. Our sponsor Rob heard here. I was about to breakdance, so he's like, I gotta see this. He's like, I gotta see what I signed up for on the ELP. I can... I went up there. How do I before I do anything? I'm gonna read the comments first. <laughs> Fester's bricks. Shut your mouth. Throw some cardboard down. Like back in the day, this is great. I got cardboard. Darth Doctor Who. You definitely broke something. Kano, <laughs> get it. Caveman says I gotta post my worm now. Me, I said this is amazing. My Star Wars collection threw in a bunch of uh, laughy emoji faces. Fleabnork says you did it. You broke dancing. <laughs> Vintage Lego again with the emoji last all-time Yashin's like, okay, I take it back. This is very impressive. And oh my god, that's awesome. Where is it? Share screen. I'm gonna play the audio too. So might as well. Ado. I'm gonna play the audio. Let's see here. Actually, share tab. See, Lego talk is all about having fun and enjoying what you do. And you know, breakdancing is just what I love to do. All right, so here it is. There's the leg. And then circle. That is amazing. Yo, I'm dead. That's awesome. You are definitely you... All right. There's the invitation okay, needs to happen too, now. But you gotta... I got a break dance. Shoot, I, can do the... I actually could do the worm. So let's be a couple worm. of worms. I'll worm do the worm. worm, but it'll be. I'll, I might do actually the caterpillar where I just like just <laughs> sleep. <laughs> onto the floor. Sadly, I cannot spin on my head anymore. When I was in that breakdance club, I learned how to do it, but unfortunately, my weight proportions do not allow it. 16 year old body, 32 year old body. It's not the same. What happened, bud? 
Mm, bottom heavy. It's All McDonald's no, diet back then, McDonald's diet now. Not so good. <laughs> the metabolism was there. Oh, I was breakdancing every day after school. I was burning it all off. You know? <laughs> oh my God. Dude, that's hilarious. I completely forgot about that video. I forgot I shared it too. I don't know when we were talking about it. I can see it now on the invitation. It's just like, to Jake specifically, you're only invited if you can break dance. <laughs> to Jake's moves. Must wear danceable clothes. Exactly. Both like there's just there's like a section in the wedding reception. Jake's break. Ah, oh, no way. What the hell? Why? I don't want the spotlight. Yep. Center stage, man. Center stage. <laughs> I will say at my buddy's wedding in October, when doing the worm, I must have hit my foot really hard and I was like limping for two weeks. Oh no. And I was like, Am I too old for the worm? My mother would say yes. Oh my god. That's amazing. Let me show this back off. That's yeah, man. We went to a wedding together eight months into dating in Boston, and they were all very impressed with my dance moves for meeting me for the first time. They're like, this guy. This This guy guy right here. Bride was already a diehard Lord of the Rings fan, and Jenny had never seen Lord of the Rings until me, and she's like, I already like him, but these dance moves. This guy right here. I'm so glad you, know, you brought that up. So, <laughs> breaking away. Oh, God. Breaking away from Jake's breakdancing skills. Oh, Let's talk man. about bricks. I, well, the one thing I did want to ask, though, was um, we had re- we'd really talked about, like, the different conventions and, of course, the, the idea of creating interactive uh, Lego for kids to play with. But what the one thing I really want to know I don't actually think I actually got into the conversation of this with y'all is what actually got y'all into mock building. This guy. Turtles. So that actually did have a lot to do with it too. So when I was young, I had Lego sets that I had slowly accumulated over the time. But as a kid, we didn't, I wasn't able to get a lot of new sets for sure. Most of my sets were all very cheaper sets, so to speak. So I would, then have a bunch of these little sets to have and I wanted to build bigger stuff. So I would started at a young age, just tearing everything apart and building something new with it. Um, and then as time progressed, obviously, so my dark ages weren't very long because I got lucky and had children shortly after during my dark age. So as soon as they got big enough to get back in, uh, I could get back into Lego I did. So I only had like three or four years of not really messing with brick at all. But once the kids came along, it was much more of, well, now I've got to create these scenes for them to play with. So I would just start building stuff. Well, everything I build because of that style of play when they were so little, I always built everything very dense, (laughs) intended for things to not get wrecked. (laughs) This ship is actually one of them. It's been slightly wrecked. Oh, wow. Our littlest one will play with this. And it's got a little cubby on the sides that they can get their animals in and out of the ship. Oh, that is too cool. But, like, this thing probably weighs four or five pounds. (laughs) Hello, Galen. That's too cool. It just is one of those things where as they got a little bit older, my collection of bricks started growing a lot because I would buy a lot of, you know, used lots from people. Like, hey, we got these three totes with Lego we're getting rid of. Awesome. Add it to the collection and keep it growing. Once I started getting into where I had a lot of stuff, um, that's the first time I built the gigantic bat cave from from forever ago. I started building that on a coffee table in the living room 
had a flood basically above. So the apartment above us, their roof started leaking. Mm. Well, they were moved out. There was nobody living up there for like three months. And it's middle of a Sunday and not raining outside yet. And I get up in the morning and all of a sudden there's like this puddle dripping from in, in the uh, living room, two feet from the Lego table. So panicked and moved and did all that, got it all situated, got into the new place and then really started deciding at that point, I built a table and it was like, all right, I'm going to start building to go to shows. So had to learn how to rebuild some, like, so you build a mock for home for your own fun. Um, you're not as worried about stability, transportation, any of that kind of stuff with it. So you yeah. build way different than when you decide, Hey, that's going to get traveled and taken down repeatedly and put back up. So you kind of learn how to build in sections, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just one of those, I really wanted to get into it. And then we were actually working together. Oh yeah. And that's daughter, how we started hanging out was I would, we would go and play disc golf yeah. and build Lego after work. Oh, I don't want to see my bricks. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go there. And then, yeah, once I got her involved more with it, um, she went, was it? Indie, the Brickworld Indie show was your first one to go with I me to. So, yeah. And we displayed at it for the first, one of the first shows. I didn't actually start displaying until we got together. So I had been wanting to for about a year before that, but didn't have the courage. Uh, it's an understandable thing to have. Um, we're definitely the biggest critiques on the things we build, yeah. as any Lego builder will do, tell you. So until you can get other eyes on stuff, the confidence to show it off can definitely be difficult. Um, and so that was one of the nice things when we got together is her just her confidence building to me of no we need to display this stuff this is really cool helped encourage me to get it out there more that is too cool what do you think is the most I'm gonna what do you think is the most difficult thing about being a mock builder stopping building <laughs> knowing when it's enough. really because like you <laughs> you get to building and you're like okay I like this and then you walk away from it and you come back and you're like well do this instead this doesn't really feel right so it's learning when to the saying enough is enough because you can over tinker with something like our original disc golf display that we had i flooded it with flowers and bushes and trees and shrubberies and you name it it was green and it was there but you couldn't <laughs> see what was happening you couldn't see you know i had this beautiful garden in a disc golf scene. So we really had to learn to scale it back and be like, okay, what do I want to do to make it so that way it fits what I'm doing and what I'm what I'm looking to build, but doesn't keep going and going to a point where it's never ending. You have to like, okay, yeah. this is this is where I'm stopping or else it'll keep going. No, I've seen from like a lot of mock builders from like the convention that he and I went to in Atlanta, it was everyone had like a specific genre that they worked with. What would you say is a genre that you work with? Because I know in most cases for a lot of Lego content creators, they are known by the type of sets they collect. I'm all Star Wars based, as you can pretty much see. But what do you think well, is like your genre? So as... I always, whenever we're at our club meeting and stuff like that, and we were talking about it, I always put it in there. My genre is non-Star Wars. Not Star Wars. If it's out of Lego and it's not Star Wars. <laughs> and we're out of time, ladies and gentlemen. I love Star Wars mocks and I love seeing the stuff, 
But as far as my style of building, I don't like to build Star Wars. And I feel like it's because to me, Star Wars is something to build, to do something with it. I can't come up with something original. I mean, there's just so much that has been done with Star Wars on every aspect of it that to be like, well, let me create this new scene. Somebody's already done that scene or somebody's done this scene. And instead of it being something that <laughs> can be created from nothing, like I feel like with Star Wars, you have to stick with the story somewhat to create scenes. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with for outside, when, outside, just using the uh, nature is my element. Yeah. I'm all about the greeneries and the florals and the outside buildings and the mountains and the trees. And, and it, it allows you to open up to a much wider range of possibility because you can go something realism or you can go something more exotic. It, so it's it allows you to stay more open. But doesn't confine you to a specific. I like building all kinds of things. I like building things that can function. I like okay. building things that are just aesthetically pleasing, geometric stuff. It's it's really hard to narrow it down to just one kind of thing mm-hmm. because it's it's more of whatever in that moment I've thought of or have been thinking about. For example, like the disc golf, I've been wanting to do it since probably been a minute March, but had been like in my head processing how do I build it? How can I make this happen? And then one day, finally pull the trigger kind of deal and be like, hey, I'm going to start this project. I'm going to put bricks together and see what happens. 30 minutes later, I'm like, ooh, I think I got something to make this work with. Well, pretty. So um, where did the inspiration for that fun little mock right by to your left? You were showing so, this pre-show, but we got to bring it up. It's yeah. beautiful looking. <laughs> so it's one of those things. Like every time you go to a show and display, usually you get one of these little brick badges. And a lot of people just have this tower of brick badges sitting next to their displays and stuff. And we've, I try to always want to come up with a creative way to show the stuff off, but yet not, uh, not flaunt the shows in your face kind of thing. Cause sometimes I feel it's a little excessive when somebody has, you know, a hundred of these things, but it's respectful. Took the tree out. Look at that. How's that for a build? Take the trees right off. I didn't see the below that there's water and stuff before. Now I'm seeing it. So yeah, that there's looks actually a whole cave larger. entrance through here that comes out through the front. That so it's a is... little mountaintop. This is our getaway island, so to speak. This is where we go to regroup and to collect all of our trophies. That is too cool. It's where you come back from a con and you're just like, ah. <laughs> flow out that stress before the next stress. It's our sanctuary, <laughs> so to speak. And then that's our little sig figs up in the center. Nice. Very nice. Which I will need images of because <laughs> I need to work on that. Yep. <laughs> we can do that. Awesome. I just put an LED light strip encased in it. So that way I could then, you know, put all the lights everywhere and kind of cover them up so it looks pretty. Because everybody likes stuff lit up. That's too cool. Now, when you started mock building and you had like this... There's that inspiration that comes behind every mock builder is to build something out of random pieces. And then, of course, they create something beautiful out of it. Do you have any specific influencer, mock influencers that have kind of inspired you through the time that you've been creating that you're just like, this looks yeah. really awesome? So, uh, Moto Lego, if you don't know who he is, obviously, uh, season two of Lego Masters, Michael, but he actually was the one, the inspiration behind the Lego ball. 
Mm. Uh, and he does a lot of uh, sculpt, or he's been working on a lot of sculpture work with using the Lego Leap element. And yes, I'm one of those. I love seeing unique pieces being used in unique ways. So anytime that somebody uses something and then puts it into an element form that you're not expecting it is a big fascination for me. And he is one that he does things like that. Um, he also will use small parts to make things. And those are always fun to see how many different connections you can have with like one part. Um, so he's definitely been an influence for me. Um, as far as old, beyond that goes, there is a friend of mine um, from back home, Steve. And he's, he's an older gentleman and been around the Lego community for a long time. And we would get together a lot when I lived down there and just share ideas back and forth because he had a lot of old school knowledge when it comes to doing connections and saving space inside of stuff. I'm sure building the trains though had a lot mm -hmm. to do with that too because he had a lot of like, lo locomotive builds yeah. and so yeah it was always cool to go to his house and just see what he's created. Yeah a bet. Uh, um. And then some other ones too it's kind of hard because a lot of them have inspired me but a lot of it too to be honest Pinterest yeah. yeah going to pinterest and hitting typing in lego techniques or you know lego connections um would spark a lot of very interesting ways to do stuff that was honestly going to be my next thing to kind of follow up with was um with mock building of course you see all the different sets that are all the different builds that a lot of people create what do you think has been like the most unique thing that's impressed you guys as mock builders like you look at it and you're like the hell i never thought of this this looks amazing so there's a guy uh mark bumpus out of wisconsin Dilbert the duck yeah <laughs> he was at chicago as well um he's been at a few other shows and he's he's the cool kids corner let's put it this way you you go to his table because you're going to see something cool every time um it, my favorite feature of all he uses he likes to use what they call a reed switch um it's a little magnetic switch that when your magnet goes over top of it it's like a piece of metal inside, it'll go boop and make a connection. Oh, okay. So he will have these wired into his buildings and you'll move the trash can, for example, and you'll put it over at this spot and the lights to the building. It'll be tiled. Out. There's no stud open. So he's just like, I'll put the trash can here and that'll act, that's where the switch is and then boom, the lights come on. And he's like, all right, I'll shut it off and then scoot the trash can over and it'll shut it off. And you're just like, there's it's seamless there's no switch there's no wires all you see is where the light should be and you moved a trash can you slid a table over you just yeah it's amazing and then you flip a sign and the whole side of the building starts on a motor and just comes out literally and like the, like the second room floor second floor out in the open hanging so you can see it and then, then it'll switch and come back in and it'll go back in and stop perfectly flush. he's got one that's called under construction the whole front wall and like the first half of the roof if it were like a pitched roof house so like the front half of the wall comes up like this so, so what it, i'm hearing is he's got the better techniques than the super mario lego sets where they're just like oh take mario and bang him on bowser's head a couple times and he lights up <laughs> sounds like this guy needs to be hired by lego cool creation he actually has a book that they did for him or he had uh, made that goes through a lot of the models and details of some of the stuff he's built but yeah, he does some phenomenal work. Engineering genius. And it's uh -huh. not just like outside sourcing. So like a lot of his mechanic stuff and everything that moves is still using Lego stuff. 
he might switch out the power supply so that it can last longer because something big at cons, for example, is running your light source nonstop off a battery pack is brutal. That's why this plugs in. Thank God, right? Duration plug in. My outfit rack for Batman that I have that all the little outfit guys run around. That the battery pack will last one day at the show. And it's six batteries. So six double A's <laughs> every show per day at the show. You should invest in rechargeable. I mean, that's my next big investment. Or Costco. <laughs> the other big one that I think was a big influence for me when it comes to modulars, because so I don't build a lot of modulars. I do have a few, but they, they're so much older that I usually don't take them to shows because, I don't know, I feel like everybody brings modulars when you go to a show and you see so many things that are so similar. We like to try to build things. just Nobody else is built. Different. But this book here, if you have never seen it, is a great book to grab. Oh, the Lego Neighborhood book. Yes. Um, it's a little bit of an older book, but it goes through and actually like kind of breaks down a lot of stuff for you of just, you know, how to basically start out a mills plate. Yep. Um, and goes up from there. It said like how to build the facade of a building, building basic buildings and then slapping the face on it to make it different and things like that and it actually has three or four um, complete builds in here obviously you would have to source your own pieces but as examples of how to build so a lot of sources like that are always great for mock stuff as well because using it real world images to represent that you're trying to represent a lot of times having a fun way to on a small scale recreate them is half the challenge yeah have you guys ever Invited friends over and just done like a let's mock a build together night. If so, when can I be invited? (laughs) Yes. So we actually used to have game night on a regular at our house. Uh, And one of the nights we played, basically it was like Lego charades, but we had a bucket and it had all these different ideas in it. And we drew an idea out of the bucket and it was, so we had one of the Lego trucks that you could pull back and it would drive, right? Mm-hmm. And we uh, built a, a trailer hitch to it. And then you had to build the wagon or the trailer that was going to be pulled by this truck. Whoever's truck went the furthest one. But half the fun was in the carts. I made a condiment cart so it was all red and yellow, lesser than ketchup and whatnot. <laughs> And you made. I just made it flat as trailers I could. Speed trailer, <laughs> right? Ricky Bobby over <laughs> here. And so yeah, that was one thing that we did that was super fun to just kind of get the creative juices flowing. You don't really have to build anything. It's whatever you build, it just needs wheels. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that was definitely a lot of fun that we. Did. That sounds like it. Yeah, I would and love to do a Lego drag race. Oh, oh, Fourth of July. Yeah that uh, we take the all the fake brick that we've been collecting over the year that we find. You When you buy a tub of Lego, you're not always going to get all Lego. And we'll uh, sort through that and build rocket cars. Oh, my and God. Build, I remember that video. Yep, and build the little cars. And everybody had to build, like, two or three because once they go, phew, then it's so I think I missed this video. <laughs> no, I, I remember seeing this video because I remember seeing one of the carts do, like, a nice skirt. And then... Uh-huh. <laughs> It just exploded. I was like, oh. I had one of them blow up right in the middle. So you just had two sets of wheels sitting on the track. So much fun. We tried it with rockets as well, and they kind of just went, didn't really have as much effect. (laughs) Good to know I'm not the only irresponsible one with rockets out there, you know? 
<laughs> if you have fake Lego at home and want to build cars, I highly suggest it. It is the most fun. Little bottle rockets. The screamers are more fun because then they go, Wee! Good, wholesome family fun. It's a good way to let the kids, you know, be able to build something and put their bottle rocket in, and then the adults light it for them. Yeah. So it's, they get to feel like they had part of the explosions of fun. You could put a little one of those rolling tank fireworks in it and just let it pew pew. Yes. Yeah. See. So I. Fourth of July is my birthday, Jenny. This is what we're doing. Or July fifth is my birthday. This is what we're doing this year. So speaking of, did you find it? Yay! Oh God, yes, I found it. I love all the whistle explosions. It's like a little pop. <laughs> so funny. Some of them would go far, and some would go nowhere. And just... who's doing the ass sound? Bailey. Oh my gosh. That, yeah, those were the mad yeah, That one was my favorite one, though. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> Two separate that one leaders. went right in half. Uh-huh. I had a, a fake brittle brown as the base. Whoops. Cool. Fake out. Whoops. Oh, <laughs> that is too oh, yeah, cool. Oh, that is a great tradition. I like Please that Please do one. that. That is so much fun. I, I do next year want to invest in a couple of the bigger style ones. These were just the little El Cheapo you get for like $2. You get a pack of 12 of them or whatever. I'm going to have to upgrade and use like, the big ones. The pinky size ones. Like a you pinky know, size rocket. Yeah. See how far down the road we can get. Maybe it. those will actually launch with a rocket, though. We could try that. He says so... the uh, whole Toy Story version of this now. Yeah, I mentioned earlier that Georgia's a blue state that's still kind of red. We don't sell the fun fireworks. We only just started allowing mortars like two years ago. So I've got to go visit Ken's state or any other state around Georgia to go get fireworks. Literally every state in every direction, just Georgia is like, we're going to let you do little rockets. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's just going to be a bad trip for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't end well with the post office, I tell you that much. Listen, on your 18-hour drive down to Disney, you could just take a little hour detour to Atlanta. We'll hang out. We'll get some Vortex. Ask me a couple of the things we discussed tonight. I wonder if we could make it happen in Chicago. He has to get back. Are you driving? Chicago's a long drive from Atlanta. On your 18-hour drive to Chicago. I'm flying to do this. If I That's like, what you going to do? To go, I don't think she's going to want to drive. Hey, but word of advice, if you drive, you can bring back a lot more Lego. You don't have to pay drive. for the luggage. Don't have to pay for the luggage. Or you could be like every other Lego contact creator out there and just bring an empty duffel bag. This is true. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty for sure Pod and, and Pod Bricks, when Mr. Pod, when they came to meet us in Chicago, I'm pretty sure they had two suitcases that were empty to bring back. Oh, yeah. I saw the videos of like the unpacking afterwards, and I was like, Suitcases are the way to go. I think Galen did the same thing when he went over to. Galen did, uh, he brought a duffel bag full of uh, pap cups. Yeah, that's what it was. He He brought a ton of pap cups out, and I was just like, Dude. When See, you go to the saved, biggest Lego store in the world, you're, you're going to spend the money. Put them all in the Ziploc bags and then put them in the suitcase instead of the cups, just because you could have yeah, had a little bit more squishability. Oh, yeah. And then I felt and he really... saved the 50 cents. <laughs> Did... Oh, God. I can't remember if he talked about having customs like search his stuff, though. Yes, they just in the his bags. Somebody <laughs> did. So that's... I remember... That's when I would totally purposely pick a brick build some inappropriate objects to just lay in there so that when it goes through their little 
scanners all like all of a sudden what's you mean this like funky those towers? Shape? yeah like these towers you'd be great to go through a an x-ray machine they're like what is that <laughs> <laughs> yes customs went through his stuff heaven forbid we put these with them oh my god your balls it's are quite like, yeah. i can just imagine like a whole austin power skit it's just like <laughs> what is that johnson the white curtain scene where he's I saw the the one from the tent in the first movie the other day, oh, and I yeah, was dying. Yeah. I was like, "Oh God, where the where she pulls out the racket?" Yeah. What we could laugh about very much back then versus what the comedies do. Now. I still <laughs> pulls like out the, the inflatable raft and blows. Up. I still like the one from um, where they like they show the the satellites or the rockets. That's like oh, a yeah. huge Looks like, <laughs> yeah. Looks like uh, Johnson. Big juice. Get your wieners here. Oh. oh my god, that's too great. Um, but no, that would just be hilarious. Good stuff. That's always good stuff. But um overall I think I I would love to try mock building. I just, just start putting bricks together. Oh yeah, I've tried that and I'm just like I well actually I use Brick Studio to digitally do the stuff. I think that comes off. I do Brick Studio and I put I put bricks together there. That's my way of trying to do stuff. My gong choy on a launcher. Well and so so the biggest thing I always try to remind anybody from mock building is you don't always it does not always have to be large. And if you do want to make something large Build it small first. Build a smaller version of what your idea is. And then from there, you can easily create the bigger version of it because you know what your general image is for. So for me, I don't really have much of a drawing ability. I I can, but it's very crude. So a lot of times for me, it's very hard for me to explain to somebody my design because it's up here. And bricks, the Brick Studio is a as a great way if you have the ability to create with but i still find you, you run into the same thing there of you're still putting bricks together whether it be digitally or physically yeah you know you're still trying to figure out those connections or that math to make the stuff work absolutely and so yeah um, it's start off small and i mean remember a mock is your your own creation so it can be <laughs> anything you know, I mean, something even just as small as your little figures, my little mohawk guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was actually gonna just to kind of get us into closing out. How do you was it? What would be the like, I don't know, the top five things you need to become to be starting up mock building? What are like top five things? I don't know. Lego bricks, <laughs> one, a yeah, Lego one. hammer, Lego hammer. <laughs> AKA jewelry hammer. Take a hammer and put it over top of it because Tire. after you put, after you're putting a hundred so so many bricks together, your fingers are going to get sore and you're going to want something else to put them together with. You need a number hammer. one Lego hammer. What's number, number two? two? At least brick separator. At least a hundred of those because you're going to break <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> because you're going to change your mind. You're not going to like something or you're going to be like, ooh, I could do that different or oops, I dropped something where it doesn't belong. Break separator. <laughs> Number three. I would, say, I would say build as many sets as you can because for me, it's like 
there are sets that we have that I would not build. It's not my cup of tea. But because I built that set and learned a specific connection that they did or a way that they built something sideways and put it in or, you know, made a panel and plate, those techniques that you learn in those builds will help you to create what it is that you're wanting to build because you've already kind of learned the math and the technique behind it. You know, it's like any any skill that you do, you know, you know what the skill is, but you perfect that skill by learning the tricks of the trade. So the more you can build and the more sets you can go through and learn how they're putting pieces together, it'll help you create whatever it is you're trying to. So we're going with number three is buy sets and build. Build sets. Build sets. Number four. Uh, It's a little bit more technical, but I feel like understanding the math of Lego. And that's a very broad subject, so you don't have to get into like the super technical and really learn a lot. But understanding how quarter plate, half plate, and full plate differ and how you can make that difference up as you're building. Especially if you want to build with snot. Anything that you're going to want to put on the outside of your build, if you don't have that math right to where your studs line up, then you're never going to get whatever it is on there because it's not mathing. (laughs) Math, frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, actually good at math. I don't know why I say I don't like math. <laughs> and last but not least, number five. Trial and error. Do not be afraid to, you've started something, you've built it, you're like, okay, I've made this. I like this, but I don't like it 100%. Build it again. Build it how, you know, build it separately from what you've already created because That's then the you can go back and mm-hmm. say, okay, this is how I did it on this one. Now I've modified it. Do I like that modification or do I want to go back? Because once you break this down, it's not there anymore. So it's best to try and rebuild it or, you know, continue to modify it separately. So that way, if you do change your mind and you're like, "Mm, maybe not, you don't have nothing again. You still have something that you can continue to mold off of. There you go. I feel like numbers, I, I know that we said five, but I feel like I'm going to throw number six in there. Would number six have to be just have fun? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's what everything, right? All things are fun. <laughs> if you ain't having fun, there ain't no point in doing it. Unless exactly. you're being paid for it. <laughs> have, have fun. by one and two and make those both just the proper tools. Tools. Hammer and brick hammer and We'll make that. We'll make it five. We'll do tools. Have the proper tools. The hammer with the tire is genius, by the way. So, and, and I actually, I actually commented on somebody's Instagram post today about it too, because they were using one of these. And this, it's just a jewelry hammer. They make special Lego ones that have like plastic slash rubbery into them. But any hammer you have laying around, we all have gigantic extra tires from something or another, I'm sure, in your kit. Yes. And what great way to put some use to those tires than to slip it over your hammer and reduce the noise, which I will tell you, doing this at 11 o'clock at night in your house when you have children, not a good idea. If you want to get yelled at by your significant other for making loud noises when your children are supposed to be sleeping for school, bang away. To my defense, it was the day before uh, a Brick World show. We were hustling. And I was trying to finish this the plating up so i was double plating the wall so i built the wall bricks up and then studs on the side so i could plate both sides to lock it in so it make it stiff so i've got laying on the table this and i'm sitting there and she's tucking the kids upstairs 
She just grabs my hammer, takes it. <laughs> no more hammering for you. I wasn't done yet, so it sucked. I really it had to push it together by hand. That's what you get. That's yeah. what you get. You want me to put the hammer down? Yes, I do, please. <laughs> Taking a hammer from a Viking, that's just messed up. But I, I loved it because I, I know I'm not the first one to create it by any means, but before Lego Masters had appeared on TV, I had this. And I was using this. And then Lego Masters, they appeared after season one. You've seen everybody in there with a little hammer. And I'm like, you have to have that. Because I don't know Mm. how hard it is, how many times you guys have been doing it, but a six-by-six plate getting put down on this stack of bricks and making sure it's all the way locked in everywhere is not easy by hand. Because it's really important to have it locked together tight with the hammer because once you start getting bigger and bigger, things really start not lining up a lot. Exactly. That can be bad. Man. So just to kind of bring this up as a short bit, Lego Masters, yay or nay, are we going on it? We want to. So this timing season five, they wanted to start filming in October. So they're actually currently filming season five now. Timing for it was not great because we had planned for them to start again in March, mm-hmm. um, like they had for season four. So season five. Obviously, we didn't apply for because timing was not available. If season six happens to start up in March, I think they will. I'm assuming they're going to start this whole running two seasons a year thing Mm -hmm. because it is such a big help for them. And if they do end up doing that, then yes, there's a chance season six we will go on there with. If not, we may make a competition at Chicago and have a build off against the Lego Masters because they're usually at the show and Why we know not? them. So, like, right. let's make it a little challenging for us. So, when you're here for season six, we'll go to the Vortex. <laughs> All those that didn't know, it is filmed here in Atlanta. Yep. We did. They haven't that. called me. <laughs> we will. Like, hey, I just want to find Will Arnett and be friends with him, you know. <laughs> and um, now, if we're not going to be on Lego Master just yet, Team- exactly. Where can everyone find you? TikTok, Superhawk on all social media platforms, I feel like. Oh, yeah. We've got Facebook, that established now. The majority of the good stuff is on TikTok. We are slowly trying to grab YouTube. Um, Instagram, I've been struggling with for like two years with hey, where it's going. But we got a little bit of a few different fans in all different platforms. So that's kind of been fun. Dang. And definitely going to conventions has been neat meeting a bunch of these people Chicago allowed us to link up the tiktok followers that we knew with the instagram followers with the youtube followers who didn't even know each other had only seen each other or not even known so yeah it's pretty cool gotta love that well shoot before we end this off uh i just want to thank you all for being on here this late i know it's bedtime for you both so i really I'm excited do. to be here thank you <laughs> absolutely I've- I, I got one, one hard-hitting question. Okay. Before we close it out, we like to, you know, give you a little curveball thinker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Tell me if this is a normal sandwich. Bread and cheese. No top bun? Open face? No, no just, just bread. Just bread and cheese. So... Is it grilled? No, just bread and cheese. I'm going to be a cheese sandwich. It's a cheese sandwich. Is that a yay or an A? I consider a sandwich between two breads so this yeah. would be an open-faced no no it would be two two pieces two oh, bread, okay. well, cheese in the middle. Cheese not grown. i yeah. mean yeah but i prefer mine warm my fiance is out of town this weekend and she likes to tease me because i like to make cheese sandwiches 
sometimes you don't have the time to grill it. Sometimes you don't want it hot. You just slap some cheese no between bread. Me, nothing, just no cheese. Just bread cheese. Done. You didn't toast the bread even. I like you. cheese. <laughs> I like cheese too, but. This is what I had for dinner. This is yeah, why I bring this up. You were so American cheese. Uh, Boris had American lo- uh, cheese. Plastic wrapped, individually slices. You know, I eat it you know, by itself, you know, so I Jake, can't say anything. Not to poke fun, but that may be why you can't do the worm anymore. I can still do the worm. That's it. <laughs> oh, no. Where's our sponsor when we need them? <laughs> yeah, make more room. <laughs> I feel like three feet up in the air. Now don't oh, hurt your foot. Man, it's a regret. We here at Brick and Night are kicking it off on ELPN. Yes, we're here for a good time. Breaking it. Not down. here for a long time. We're here for a good time. <laughs> oh, that's too well awesome. Well done. How's your foot? I actually left one time that's stinging a little bit. <laughs> I heard it just like smack the freaking floor. But now that is a closeout. Yes. We're going to end it here, though. You could definitely find Superhawk on TikTok, Insta, as well as... What was the last one? YouTube. You name it, we're there. Pretty much every social media platform you can find them on. Now, of course, <laughs> I definitely... Of course, I definitely didn't want to end this without shouting out our sponsor, which is yes. ELPN. Uh, we, we've joined the network family, and we are so super excited to be a part of this fam. And uh, we can't wait to continue on with the rest of season five and then onward. But if you want to find us, we are Brick at Night ELPN on social media platforms. You're the social media director, fool. I need you to tell me. (laughs) Instagram is Brick at Night ELPN and TikTok is Brick at Night on ELPN. I am going to get them. Actually, nope. Nope. It's just Brick at Night ELPN. I have it right here. That's awesome. But you can catch us every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for this season currently. And then, of course, when we get into the next season, we'll talk more about that later as far as time goes. But other than that, everyone have a fantastic night. We'll see you all around next Thursday when we have our next guest come on next Thursday. Thank you again, and we love you guys. Bye, everybody. Thank you. I 